seconds left. Boston only has a one-point lead. Greer is putting the ball on a play. He gets it out deep and Havlicek steals it. from the parking lot, and Vermont has a 59-55 lead. Swung line drive left field, one run is in, here comes Green, here's the throw to the plate, he is safe, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win, Braves win. Five seconds left in the game, do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. Down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. I just got three things to say. God bless our troops. God bless America. And gentlemen, start your engine! It's showtime. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world. This is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts. Sean Big Papa Kite, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. Oh, Sean, Neil, and Darren at it again. I think the other two quit. We're on the road again. I think they've quit. On the road again. I don't know the rest of the song. I don't know. You're gonna have to pull your mic down a little bit. Though. Suck me sideways. <laughs> what was that? Was that? A, were you choking a duck? That's my sneeze. I had to sneeze. Oh. That's, we're on the road though. It's a very girly, sh- uh, girly. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but Darren's kind of feminine. <laughs> when you look, Darren. When you look up feminine in the dictionary, there is a picture of Darren Stevens, feminine. See, right there. You you, you brought your uh, fidget, <laughs> I your fidget thing with you. Because <laughs> we're on the road. How many times I got to say this? We are on the road. Neil can't get to the podcast. It's the Kellwell Commissary Simply Secure Road Show. Live from the CRC Studios. Yeah, yeah. So, um, obviously, we met with Daniel Orton. Uh, the... Daniel Orton. The, the Daniel Orton. You know, the guy that played it for Coach Cal at yeah. Kentucky in 2010. Yeah. And uh, and he went pro. So we kind of we kind of met him in the middle. You know, he lives in Lexington. We live in Mount Sterling. So we, so came we to drove Lexington. all the way to Lexington. Yeah, you know. We, <laughs> in the middle of Lexington. Right. Like, you know, our 30-minute drive to his 10, you know, whatever. Whatever, Daniel. You it depends jerk. on what part of Lexington, though. He could have a 30-minute drive just getting here. He could have. So, But I got to eat Subway. I got the hot shot Italiano. You've never had that. It's pretty decent, pretty cheap too. When it says hot shot, does that mean it's like spicy? Yeah, but you don't listen. They suggest the vegetables. You just get whatever the heck you want on it. Yeah. So it's salami and pepperoni, double cheese, and then I got a little bit of lettuce, uh, some pickles, 
uh, banana peppers, red onion, and then the MVP vinaigrette, which, shh, don't tell nobody, is no different than the Subway vinaigrette. <laughs> <laughs> they just gave it a cool name. I'm not a big vinaigrette guy when it comes to You don't sandwiches. like Italian dressings? No. No, I, I don't. Yeah, but that's but, why Liz that sandwich your... sounds an awful lot like just a regular well, Italian BMT, though. Yeah, it is, but that's why Liz threw all your dressings out because they're gross. Yeah. You only, you only, you don't want any flavor. We listen. You go back and listen to our snack, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> this dude likes saltine crackers with the salt sucked off of them. Oh, Kingfishers restock the shells. Stop from it. The copper. Oh, okay. I was like, listen. I love the Kingfishers. They we need to get them the to sponsor the, the show. Do you think Mennonites sponsor podcast? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, they get to use electricity, so maybe we could turn them on. Or you just walk right across the street to get the walnut leaf. It's a little bit down the road. It's almost. Yeah, I mean, almost down the street, five miles. Yeah, you. I mean, you gotta, you, you gotta hoof it. Like I mean, two. you're not parking in one parking lot and walking <laughs> no, to the other while you're no, in the same no, visit. No, so, no. but hey, walnut leaf, dude. They do, they do got some good sandwiches. They do? I mean. And I like their potato chips. They're not. You know what? Corner corner you know, brought to you by Walnut Leaf. Back when I used to eat potato pie. chips. Right. <laughs> hey, so Darren's on to something. I think we contact Walnut Leaf and we do a road show live from Walnut Leaf. <laughs> I don't know where we'd set up at. Right, Maybe in the middle of the pie section? Maybe. I mean, where, what a better section to set up in. <laughs> Go get you some cookies. Their peanut butter cookies are delicious. Have you ever had those? I mean, yeah. obviously you've had peanut butter cookies, but have you ever had the Mennonite peanut butter cookies? Yeah. And and allegedly, they don't like each other. Kingfisher Mennonites and Walnut Leaf Mennonites don't like each other. Yeah. It's like two rival gangs, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they ride their horse and buggies up to the middle of the road. <laughs> Jebediah, you get out of here, boy! <laughs> Can you imagine seeing two buggies pass each other on Camargo Road throwing up gang signs? Slingshot. <laughs> I mean, listen. I mean, I guess the loser leaves town. They literally pick their barn up and walk somewhere else. Yeah. That's funny. I, I'm, I'm down for Listen, See, this is what happens when we come into a show that we ain't got no notes taken down for. It. Well, you know, I got plenty of notes. They're up here. Yeah. Bear trap. Yeah. I wrote a couple of things down. Well, I'm not have to get on this. This is three shows in a row. It's just been just three of us. Look, you've had no notes, and we've made it through. And I let, bet our ratings are higher. Let me tell you. Well, that's because it's just the OPs, right? I mean, it's because let's be honest, it's because I'm here. We didn't have notes for the first year and a half that we did this. I was the notes. <laughs> Sean, am I wrong? No, we just like, hey, what's this week's topic? Okay, that's what we're what talking we're about. The with. curtain call. So it was always a matter of whatever the topic was. And that's what, and a lot of that stuff we literally just came up with off the top of our head and our pure memory. So, um, you know, at our core, we're a wrestling podcast. We are. The world lost a crotchety old man yesterday. Yep. Ole Anderson, God rest his soul, one of the most crotchety individuals God ever gave breath to. He, I think, he legitimately hated life, but he was one of the founding original members of the Four Horsemen. 
when the one autograph you don't have on that figurine. Because set. it wasn't the best version of the Four Horsemen. He yeah. was an original. I would have liked to get Ole on there. Yeah. But uh, Ole doesn't do a whole lot of autographs on his yeah. one. He doesn't do any now. He's <laughs> right. Dead. Yeah, he's eventually um, retired from that. <laughs> you know, I mean, if Ole Anderson shows up to record a podcast, or I mean, to record a podcast, good God, to do autographs, then we're all in trouble. <laughs> right. Because he's dead. I bet he would have been super expensive anyways. Well, so my buddy Chad that I used to work with, he uh, used to used to actually be a pro wrestler. He trained with Handsome Jimmy, the Boogie Woogie Man. Uh, he trained at his school, and he said that uh, Jimmy Valiant is the ultimate salesman. He will sell you anything and everything, <laughs> kind of like George South. George South will sell you anything. Yeah. George, I want to buy your trunks. Okay, $75. <laughs> I won't even wash the funk out of it. <laughs> right. Um, it's extra. It probably is. Uh, so, oh, Oli, he uh, didn't do those, but he said he was, Chad was at some event in uh, like 07, he said, and Oli was there and said people were surrounded him because they were just wanted to listen to the stories that he told. Of course, you know, he started in wrestling as a member of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew with Ole and his kayfabe brother Gene, the Andersons. And then Gene, I guess, broke a hip or something, and they brought Arn in. And then Ole was the original manager of the Four Horsemen before they brought J.J. in, and then they just, I guess, Ole got out of it because he, he went backstage, and they brought in J.J., Tolly, and Barry. And, of course, the rest is history. It's the greatest, it's, it's the greatest version of the Four Horsemen. Yeah. There's been a lot of versions of it. There has been, but that, that none, none of them have been able to duplicate that. Mm-hmm. No, definitely not. But, um, so we're officially now on the road to WrestleMania. Yep. You weren't overly excited with the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. No, I think I gave it a C plus. I, I think you could give it a B minus, which, I mean, there's not much difference in a C plus and B minus, right? Yeah. Uh, 79 versus a 81, yeah. right? Right. So, I think it was a necessary pay-per-view. I, I mean, as as they all are, I think it's just, a, I think the, the, the thing about it is, is we, we've been getting such great pay-per-views from the WWE lately that when you have one that's just a little subpar, then you're like, eh. It, I, I did, I'm not happy that I got up at 5 a.m. to watch it, though. Yeah. Because I could have waited. Well, so I've told you, Darren doesn't know this, but I can't sleep anymore. And when I do sleep, I wake up at like 4.30 every day. Um, and it's just like my, my biological clock. You would think that it's that it's like ticking, like I have just a little bit of time to be pregnant. But, uh, I mean, I've, I've been pregnant a lot, <laughs> a lot of times. Um, I tell people I got two baby mamas and lots of baby daddies. Okay, so I've been pregnant a lot. Um, so Saturday, Saturday, yep, Saturday. I get I can't get used to the premium live events because they don't call them pay per views anymore. Being on Saturdays, they're a Sunday thing. Like I can't get past that. Um, of course, four thirty hits. I have to get up and use the bathroom, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, I'm not going back to bed because it's four thirty. So I use the bathroom. Lucy's asleep in the bedroom. The kids on the weekends, their favorite thing to do is sleep in the living room. So there goes my two TVs. So what do I do? Sit in the dark in the kitchen and watch it on my phone. (laughs) 
I don't even have the volume turned up. I just watch it. I was commentating it myself. But I agree. It wasn't a great pay-per-view, but it was necessary. We got two matches for WrestleMania out of it. One of them was kind of a swerve. Yeah. Uh, I assume you're you're talking about – I mean – Actually, they were both swerves. We, we thought that it, you, we were headed towards a uh, L.A. Knight versus uh, Logan Paul – and L.A. Knight going to be taking that title off. We, I mean, and we thought that for a really long time. Right. And for some odd reason, they're keeping L.A. Knight away from the title. And I, and I actually said during the pay-per-view that I think we're going to get Kevin Owens versus yeah. Logan Paul. Yeah. And at one point, Sean said, oh, crap. Neil's going to be right again. Yeah. <laughs> And I said, easy now. It hasn't happened yet. And then we get swerved. Yeah. AJ sneaks in, takes out L.A. Knight. Beats the absolute crap out of yeah. L.A. Knight with a, with a steel chair. Yeah. Which, by the way, did you, uh, you? I guess you've seen by this point now that AJ left the OC hanging, right? Yes. And, like, I thought that was going to go somewhere there for a minute uh, when uh, Anderson got up in his face. He's kind of above them. Like, they're just riding his coattails. Yeah, but why do they keep putting him with him? Well, because they don't have any They just moved back down to – or they moved to NXT. I hope they stay there because it's a good move for them. Yeah. They, they can be very beneficial to the tag teams. Well, and it kind of fits their schedule. Yeah. Right? They don't want to travel a lot. And right. Stuff like that. So. And then, of course, Logan Paul got his opponent. Yeah. In the form of the Viper, Randy Orton. Yeah. I don't know why I said it that way. But we also, uh, in other news, and even non-wrestling fans enjoy this, so you can tune back in, you non-wrestling fans. Listen, if you all don't like entertainment, that's on you. Okay, If you want to lead boring lives, that's fine. Everybody tells us, you know pro wrestling's fake. Yeah, well, yeah, so is the show Tracker. Yeah. CSI, that's fake. Yeah. Yep. It's, it, it's all fake. If, do you like movies? They're fake. Yeah. Well, I mean, even even like The Bachelor, right? I, I saw an interview the other day, and they was had a former Bachelor contestant on there, and he said that the rose ceremony takes like twelve hours because they'll do something and, he, and they'll be like, "All right, let, let's try that again. Let's have a little bit more emotion in this one." And and he's like, "Legit, I was on there for weeks, and I talked to the girl for five minutes." Yep. And and, and I'm like, and and they, I, I think I saw the same interview. Basically, they know who the four, five, six guys that are going to be the main top guys are, and everybody else is just fluff. Yeah. They know you're yeah. not going to – you're only going to make it so far. So, if listen, if we can't believe that The Bachelor is real life, then what the hell is real life? <laughs> I mean, who would have, who would have speculated yeah. that The Bachelor would have been staged? Right. Well, and a lot of people think that Survivor is. We're both Survivor fans, right? We are. And, of course, I listen to the podcast. You do. And I don't listen to any podcast. The uh, Even our own. Yeah, yeah, even our own. <laughs> even this one. <laughs> the, uh, But they, you know, they have addressed that several times. All of this stuff is live shot. Yeah. There is no stopping in the middle of it and go, no, we didn't like the way that goes. Let's go back and start again. It's a one-take thing. Right. You know, so whatever happens, happens. Speaking of Survivor, it comes back on this week. Tomorrow night. You excited? Yep. I'm excited. Yeah. 
Speaking of which, have you caught up on CSI Vegas? I watched the first episode. Okay, let's talk about that. I haven't watched the second week. Okay. It was really slow. It 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 was. Um, one, I forgot that uh, Folsom... Spoiler alert if you're CSI fans. <laughs> but if you haven't watched... It's two weeks in. If you yeah. haven't watched the first week yeah. yet, then you're, you deserve it to be slow. I forgot that Folsom had gotten arrested right. at the end. I don't understand why... He kept quiet. Because he didn't want to get his boy in trouble. Did he think that he went and killed that dude? I think he did. That's the only thing that would make sense. That guy's going to play a big role in this season. His friend? Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, old uh, Catherine has a history with the big mob boss. That guy's not done yet either. No. Um. And but I never even realized. Could you imagine the pain that dude was sitting in, sitting there eating all them peppers? Yeah, capsum. I mean, how did he not kill himself? I, listen, he—they injected this man with Capri Sun, <laughs> straight from a ghost pepper. Capri Sun, right in the veins. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's not exactly what they called it, but I, yes, right. Probably that roaring waters. Capri it's like, Sun. it's yeah. like. How do you come up with something like that? Because there's psychos sitting back in a room somewhere. It's like, what's the craziest way that we could think to kill somebody? Do, I mean, do, picture this. Let's take 50 ghost peppers and and bake the juice out of it. And that will create some sort of poison. And then you inject it straight into their veins. Then they're, they're, it's just so much heat that it's just going to make them die. Cause them to have a heart attack. And then, and then he sliced him open after the... After. Right. He was in so much pain that he is restrained in a chair. He breaks his own collarbones. Yeah. Pops his shoulders out of... Yeah, yeah. Both shoulders are dislocated. Breaks his collarbones. Do you know how bad that you have to be in a big bag of suck? That's a big bag of suck. <laughs> big bag of suck that came from a Capri Sun pouch. By the way, Capri Suns don't taste the same way that they did. No. Like, my kids like Capri Suns, and I'll my favorite was the Wild Cherry, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the OG of Capri Suns. I'll get that Wild Cherry, and I'm like, you lies. They're liars. <laughs> this is not the same Because they took out the real sugar in it, too, probably. Because they took all the, uh, was it M- MGOs or GMOs? GMOs, that's what it yeah. is. They took all the GMOs and preservatives out of stuff. Thanks a lot, Michelle Obama, you jerk. <laughs> Turned school. I really like school lunch. Obviously, if you haven't seen me in person, you can tell that I like school lunch. School lunch was pretty dang good when we went to school. Matter of fact, if you go back and listen to our Rushmores, we have a Mount Rushmore of school lunches. Yeah. A- and that was a random one. That was a random That was one off the wheel. That yeah. was always the wild card. Yeah. Right? Because you would put things on the wheel and not tell me they're on the wheel. <laughs> right? Those were the best episodes. And then, and then you'd be like... <sighs> And then it comes up to some, be some like weird thing, and I'm like, "Where the flip did that topic come from?" Like, I put it on there this <laughs> like, week. Like, <laughs> but we love school. And then Bar- Barack Obama comes into the presidency, and his wife up and ruined school lunches. I guess because she thought that they weren't healthy enough. They need to be healthy. Now they they serve healthy pop tarts. Think about what the hell I just said. Healthy pop tarts, whole I, grain. I need some of those. They're they're not healthy. 
No matter what you want to try, they're not. Yeah. The Pop-Tarts founder died just a couple weeks From ago. Probably eating too many Pop-Tarts. 96 years old, I Maybe think. that's how he lived to be 96. He yeah. ate a lot of Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Well, you know, I always said that. The guy that did the Atkins, Dr. Atkins, created the Atkins diet. There was a big fad there for a while. He died. And I said, if you follow the Atkins diet, you see why he died. It's terrible. Yeah, it is. A couple, su- last summer? Was it last summer I rode 100 miles? Yes. In like three and a half weeks? June. Yeah. Rode 100 miles on a bike. Cut out all sugar. Cut out bread. Cut out potatoes. All this stuff. That sounds familiar. People were like, you feel better? Hell no, I don't feel better. I'm miserable. Everything that gives me joy in life has been taken away. You jerks. Preach, brother. Preach. I'm like, nobody enjoys a diet. That's why you can't look at it like a diet, right? Yep. It's a lifestyle change. It is. It's a sucky one. Yeah. Sucky. Yeah, because like, so Saturday we had uh, the mother-in-law over, turned 91 yesterday. Happy, happy and birthday, Nana. So I had a small piece of cake and a little bit of ice cream made me sick to my stomach. That's the first like sweets I've had this year. Except when he kisses his wife. <laughs> Like I said, the first sweet <laughs> I've had this entire year. <laughs> Liz, I know you're not listening. We love you. So, but I, like, like it legit made me sick to my stomach. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, we got three more uh, three more birthdays coming in the next month and a half. And I'm like, I guess I ain't eating no more cake. Yeah, well, cake's overrated. I heard from a little birdie that two, two sweet treats made one heck of a cake for Nana. Did yep. you hear that? That's what I heard. Huh. I tagged him on Facebook, even. Did you? You said tag, not bag. I was going to say, did you teabag them? No, I tagged them. Tagged. So you can, you graffitied her, their stuff? Yes. Cool. Straight on their Facebook page. Straight on their face. Uh, did you ever play Tony Hawk, the video game? Yes. Was it not one of the greatest video games of all time? It was okay. I loved it. I loved it, too. That's what I played in the dorm when I was supposed to be in class. <laughs> Who went to class? Tony Hawk, they don't make video games like that anymore. Speaking of video games, I think we have a release date for College Football 25. Did we? Well, I mean, with all the pumping up they're doing to it, yeah, I think we got a release date. I, I think it, I think it's announced in, in May. But it, it's probably going to come out sometime in July, I, I would mean, assume. I'm excited. I know you're not. You want to know the truth? Like, I, I can't handle the truth. I love, I love the college football games. We know. One, I'm not real keen on having to go out and buy a new uh, system just for that because I don't play a lot of video games. Uh huh. So I got to have a new system to do it. And then two. The last time I played Madden, I couldn't even hardly play because the controls were so difficult. And I just got this weird feeling that the controls are going to be so hard on this game that it's not going to be any fun. Well, so, I don't know that this gives you any peace of mind. By the way, I looked in the reflection. My hair looks fantastic right now. <laughs> um, I read a review or something that EA said that it's going to be completely different 
than Madden. Which means it'll probably be harder. I wouldn't think so. But I mean, it's <laughs> watching people on TikTok about this game is hilarious. Although I don't understand why eighty to ninety percent of the TikToks are the same TikTok. You know, me coaching my freshman quarterback against Penn State in a whiteout. Why is it always Penn State? Yeah. Like, since when is Penn State the hardest place to play? I mean, it's a tough place on a whiteout, but I promise you, it ain't the toughest place to play in college football right it now. It ain't Death Valley at night. No. No. It's it not Austin Stadium. It's, it's not It's not uh, uh, Brian Denny. Brian Denny Stadium with 110,000 fans screaming at you. It's not yeah. the horseshoe. Right. Yeah. So I mean, It's not Commonwealth Stadium. Yeah. And it's like, who and, and the other people are like, who's actually playing with a 64 overall freshman quarterback on their team? Ain't nobody doing that. Yeah. Well, so I'm interested to see how the NIL deals and the transfer portal is going to work. I may buy a new system and the game just to see how that works. Yeah. But I also want to play WWE 2K24. Because the great Muda, I was right, the great Muda's a a downloadable character on it. I, I didn't know. Uh, we hadn't talked about that. I told you when Muda got inducted to the Hall of Fame, that's why I was excited oh. because he'd be a playable character on the video games. I got to play it because it's the Great Muda. Just so you can spit the... The Green Mist. The Green Mist. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you could do that with Tajiri. It's not the same. Yeah. Tajiri's like a Wish.com version of Muda with minus face paint. That's like when you ask your mom... For Great Muda, and she says we have Great Muda at home, and it's Tajiri. That's what that's like. Breaking news. Sean just sold a roof. No. Oh. 16-16, start of the second quarter for Montgomery County and Clark County. But look, maybe done. Looks like sprained ankle. Got, got, to, got to inject that Capri Sun yeah. in there. Yeah. In those veins. There you go. Uh, little Capri Sun, little hit of the Capri Sun, you'll be just fine there, Luke. Um, well, we've talked about a lot of stuff and not really talked about anything. <laughs> it's just like we're randomly sitting around just talking. Hey, so I got a question for you. Okay. On your speedometer, how fast does it say your truck will go? 140. How fast will your truck go? 98. It's the fastest I can get it to go. It it it, it revs out. Well, after so that. mine says it'll do one twenty, and I was talking to you on the on the way here, and I got up about ninety ish, and like it all went haywire. It went crooked, like it was almost like it got stuck in first gear or something, right? So uh, I pulled off and turned it off, let it reset. But isn't that false advertising? If it tells you that it should do one hundred and twenty or hundred, what, what's your truck say, Darren? I think mine's one forty as well. Will it do 140? And 100, it falls on its face. So, isn't that false? Like, So, why don't they just have the speedometer be at 100, right? I don't know. Like, you feel I like... I think if, we should take our trucks back and try to get credit back. Let's do it right now. Let's pause the show. <laughs> we'll go live on the mobiles. And we'll go to the, to the dealership and say, you falsely advertised this truck. It says 140. I want 140. It only does 180. Or, I mean... 98. It only does 180. Listen, 
You need to get the Andy Bashir off this thing. <laughs> and let me get my MPH. I had to think about what the letters would be. <laughs> Miles per hour. A true Kenwell Commissary Simply Secured Roadshow. Roadshow. We are in Sean's truck. On, on the road. The road, literally. Hey, I got Wi-Fi in that truck. <laughs> so, so we can, So we can tell them. I want my MPH. It probably burned through that two gigabytes real quick. Though. I was trying to be streaming live. I mean, you know, if so facto, who cares? It's just money. Right. I mean, CRC's done $87 million last year. On pace to break $100 billion this year. I wish. You all are basically like McDonald's. You think? $100 billion earned. <laughs> We're going to get him a... Hundred billion serves. We are. So, speaking of McDonald's, have you seen the all robot McDonald's that they have? Uh, I'm not sure where it was at. Maybe California. It sounds like the most logical place for something like that, right? Yeah. Completely robotic, to the point that, like, when you walk up outside to order, it facial recognition and recognizes you. Do you have to order strawberry soda? And it no, no, it knows. What you typically order, how you pay, and all and all of this type of stuff, and I, and it literally makes it and shoots it out this little. I ugh. haven't saw that, but I did read today about Wendy's about Wendy's changing to surge pricing in the next six to eight months. Yep. So at peak times throughout the day, your combo meal will cost you more money. Yep. Because of the Uber drivers and all that stuff and the demand, right? Right. So, like, if it's regularly eleven ninety nine, it could be thirteen ninety nine if you go during the lunch hour to get it. They're using an Uber slash Lyft business model is what it said. Yeah. So, so wait a minute. You trying to tell me that I go get my Dave's Classic Single Combo. And if I order it during peak hours, I'm going to have to pay more money. Yep. I don't know why, but all of a sudden, I just started hearing you guys through. Get the hell out of here, Dave Thomas. Yeah. Freaking jerk. They're spending $20 million on state-of-the-art menu boards that will be live, all video menu boards that will change on their own. Yep. The store will not even have control. It will all be based off of uh, sales. Like trends. What as is this, the freaking sales, stock market? As their sales pick up, they start, you know, put, placing more orders. But, then the the menu prices will raise. Yeah. And as sales slow down, they will automatically lower the prices back Yeah, down. but it's not like you're going to go at 3 o'clock, though, and get that Baconator for eight ninety nine because nothing's going on. It ain't never going to go below what the regular menu price is. It's... I mean, I promise you, I will be done eating at Wendy's whenever that transpires. And listen, the Wendy's in Mount Sterling just recently got my business back. Because they were, listen. Well, they're getting ready to recently lose your You all will agree with this. At at one point, I could have drove to Lexington and ordered at McDonald's here in Hamburg and got back home quicker than I could have got through line at the Mount Sterling. That all transpired when that uh, manager retired. They got a new manager in, and he's good. Yeah. Because... But that's like the that's that's Lee's now, Lee Lee's. I heard some somebody was on the show a couple weeks ago. And Probably said Wes. They, they were there two hours, and I'm like, look, 
I ain't waiting nowhere for two hours. No, there, there ain't nothing I'm waiting I mean, I don't for. go to a sit-down restaurant. And Lee's has switched to one of those robots like Rally's has. Yeah. To take your order. That's dumb. Yeah. And it's apparently gotten worse since that. Yeah. We haven't eaten at Lee's since they made that change. So, and we used to eat at Lee's quite regularly. But now the Kuiper clan is a big fan of Arby's. They listen. And Arby's in Mount Sterling and Camargo. Uh, you're saying it wrong. You're saying it wrong. It's Arby's. Arby's. <laughs> they have got to have the slowest drive through times. Listen. Any weren't you on the show restaurant. with us when I talked? That That's a mo- that's a money laundering scheme. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. You, I, I agree with you. The one in Camargo, it's a money launderer. Because you go through this it's like, why do you have four spots for people? For You don't even have four customers in line at one time. <laughs> you don't ever have one. Right. You pull, I drive by there every day on the way to and from work and never see anybody in line. Sh- you pull up and, <laughs> you know, the people are like, oh, crap. Hopefully they order something that we know how to make. If you got something from the Ar- Arby's in Camargo and it's not hot and fresh, then you ought to get the next twenty-seven meals free. Because it was probably from four days. I ago. think I think you should go to the Arby's in Camargo. And you vid- didn't say it right. Arby's, Arby's. In Camargo. <laughs> Camargo. Camargo. And and record while you're doing it and go through the drive-through and ask, say, can I please speak to Walter White? <laughs> is Gus Frank running this Arby's? I, you're, I don't, I don't know. See, you haven't watched enough Breaking Bad because I can't get past the first season. Well, I'm just telling you, I can't. you got to get past the first season. You got to get past the first five or six episodes, and I'm, I mean, I like them all. So, but you've seen the you've seen the series forty seven times. Not quite. Maybe forty five. <laughs> It's what? my favorite show ever. I thought Survivor was. No. I mean, I like Survivor. It's a top ten, but, you know, I think it's that's a different category. Huh. Is it? Yeah. How long have we been talking? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Already? Already 30 minutes. Doesn't feel like we've talked about anything. <laughs> Shit, doesn't, doesn't feel like we've been here no time. Hey, do you know that The Todd, Muffin Man? That the Todd, Muffin Man! Did you know that Todd Gurley... Is younger than Derrick Henry. Shut your mouth. And Todd Gurley has not been in the league in like a few years now. And Derrick Henry is getting ready to be signed again. Getting ready to get paid. Yeah. And what happened with Todd Gurley, you think? I I think McShay ran him into the ground. Todd McShay? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember back when? You remember CC Sabathia, right? Yes. Do you remember when the. The Brewers traded for him in that year that they made the wild, the uh, playoff run, and they literally pitched his arm off. Yes, like he pitched eight innings every game, four days or every four days. He was never the same after that. They killed him. They literally wore him out. Thought he was Nolan Ryan, and there's only one of them. I've that seen was some back in the CNC Samantha factory days. I, that's right. I remember that now. I I think, but the Yankees got pretty good CC Sabathia. He wasn't the he wasn't the eight inning CC Sabathia, but he was still pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, 
not what he was prior to to that. Not what he was prior to that. Well, we'll talk about the Yankees, the New York Spankies. What about Juan Soto <laughs> on his first at bat? <laughs> he swung and went straight to the ground. <laughs> it couldn't happen to a better team or a better guy. Are you sure that's not? Aaron Rodgers dressed up as Juan Soto. Easy now. Aaron Rodgers is going to have – he's going to be comeback player of the year this year. You think so? And win the division. Hot take. Dang. That's for you, Adam Muncy, because he's a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. Adam Muncy loves Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he has, like, multiple Listen, Aaron Rodgers jerseys if, autographed in his if we were bedroom in, up on the wall. Framed. I, I can't tell if it's a helicopter or a machine gun now that I hear. Um, <laughs> we are in Lexington. But, right. Good thing could, I'm wearing neutral gang colors. It could be a, hel- a helicopter with a machine gun. Good thing I'm wearing neutral gang colors. They don't they don't kill pastel gangs here. Um, <laughs> the Mennonites might, though. The Mennonites might. With a shot. With a, That's the Mennonite uh, colors right there. The is, pastel. Is, you're right. Um, but... We're going to hell. If we were in studio right now and Aaron, and Adam Muncy was with us, and I know he probably doesn't even remember where the studio is. He's been out so long. Right. Um, <laughs> that if Aaron Rodgers walked in, after he got up from fainting, he'd probably kiss Aaron Rodgers on the lips. That's how much he loves him. He loves Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I think he missed work, if I remember correctly, three days and didn't make it out of his bedroom when Aaron Rodgers left Green Bay. I mean, he cried multiple times. Remember all the voice texts? He yeah, like, he was just like sobbing. Hey, easy now with voice texts. It makes my stomach sick. <laughs> uh, it's a story for another day. But so that that projection, that pick, is in honor of my good pal, Mountain Man, Adam Muncy. Aaron Rodgers is going to restore his love, and he's going to. Win comeback player of the year, and the division, the AFC East. Is that their division? Yeah. Okay. Yep. You heard it here first, February twenty seventh, twenty twenty four. They definitely need to address their offensive line during the draft, well, and in and in the off season. They will. So, while we're on the NFL, <laughs> so. Now it has come out that it, it is it is almost guaranteed that the Bears are going to move on from Justin Fields. First, let's stop there. Is that a mistake? You know, we have had this conversation in our chat mm-hmm. back and forth. I mean, you know, Wes the other day was like comparing him to Michael Vick, which I mean, and 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 Justin, or I mean, and. Uh, Josh Allen, which I'm not real sure. That's Wes's go-to. Whenever we talk about a quarterback, he's like, pull up Josh Allen's stats from the first three years. How crappy was he? How bad was Josh Allen? I mean, everybody (laughs) is compared to Josh Allen. Yeah. But, I mean, like, and, of course, you know, Adam goes and pulls up the stats, and it's like nowhere close. It's it's not even remotely close. Close in a, in a comparison, and then he goes, "Well, I mean, he's kind of like the modern day Michael Vick." Whoa, wait, wait a minute! You realize Michael Vick was a cheat code. Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> You're exasperated. What does that mean? 
I, I, well, you asked me if I think that's a mistake. I don't know. I, I really don't. I like Justin Fields. But I honestly don't think that the Bears have the right coaching to get what they want out of Justin Fields. I just don't think they – I think they need the, – the mistake they made was hiring a defensive coach – for Justin Fields. He needed an offensive mind to coach him. Whose name sounds like a sickness. I got the Eberflus. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Eberflus is going around. <laughs> I got the old Eberflus. I'll be all right, though. Get the A or the B. I I, I think it's the new strain of the Eberflus. <laughs> it's Eberflus nineteen. Yeah, Eberflus nineteen. I got the and listen, Chicago Bear fans hey, would agree with that. Let me tell you, <laughs> you can just about get that trending. You thought, and people would be like, you, you, like a picture of you in the bed, and like all of a sudden my co my coworker come down with Eberflus nineteen. I got, <laughs> got a. You got some Chicago Bear stuff. I do. Okay, so I'll take a jersey and a hat, and I'll lay in bed, covered up, and somebody take a picture and <laughs> say, oh, no, another one's come down with Eberflus 19. <laughs> we're we're going to get it, see if we can get it trending. See if we can go viral. Eberflus 19. <laughs> Easy now. It's contagious. I, I, it, it, I'm already picking up on it. Hashtag Eberflus19. Hashtag podcast. My, my, my fear, my fear is that if they keep Justin and they pass on Caleb, then it's it's Mitch Trubisky, Patrick Mahomes 2.0, and and not getting that opportunity to have a franchise changing quarterback. But do we think Caleb Williams is a franchise-changing quarterback? That's the funny thing about it is you got fifty percent out there that say that he's not that he's got a fourth grade or a fourth round grade. <laughs> he might be smart as a fourth grader. And then, but you know, I think a lot of it, look at his stats. I mean, he's thrown seventy touchdowns and like four interceptions in two years. A lot of people are hating on him because, and you were one of them because he went over to the crowd when they lost that game and and he he cried with his parents. You know, I think that's a kid that's showing passion. I didn't have a problem with that. I think it's a kid that's showing that. But I, but I do, I am, as a Bears fan, tired of not having a franchise quarterback. But what if. And I don't know that, I don't think Justin Fields is that guy. I, I just don't. I think Caleb Williams' ego is already too big. See, I think a lot of. You know, you hear all these reports about him and his dad saying that he didn't want to go to Chicago. Well, I think a lot of that is just reports because when you ask him about it, he never said that. And, I mean, Jay Glazer basically told him and his family, it's like, you all are nuts if you don't go to Chicago because if you go there and win, they'll freaking bronze the city for you. <laughs> it's like because the Bears have not had a quarterback. But if the, he goes there and wins, I mean, we, I've been a Bears fan since '85. We don't get to drop Eberflus. McMahon and Rex Grossman are the two best quarterbacks that have done anything in that entire time. Jay Cutler was okay, but I, 
I, I don't know. I, Think about what you just said. I know. Since that, 1985, the second best quarterback in your franchise history is Rex Grossman. Yeah. Listen, if that's not a symptom of Eberflus 19, I don't know what is. <laughs> I got a bad case of the Rex Grossman. Yeah. Gives me itch in my nether regions. The Rex Grossman. Yeah. A symptom of Eberflus 19. I mean, he took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's a week. It was a weak year for the NFC. <laughs> that was the fantastic. I think Devin Den- Hester took him to the Super that Bowl. That was the Denny Green. Uh, they were who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's 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 his that ended his career. Yeah. Like Howard Carey. You remember when Howard Carey several years ago? You are old. Uh, remember when Howard Carey was uh, leading the Republican nomination? And he went, ah! He screamed, and it ended it. No, you don't I, remember that? I, I thought you were. I thought you meant Harry Carey, and no, no not no, Harry no, no, Carey. No, no. I think it's, I, I think, forgot the name, but I know the clip you're talking because they cut it down to just that. Clip well, he was talking about we're gonna that. we're gonna win South Carolina and North Carolina and Georgia and Alabama and all the way to the White House. <laughs> and they cut it Done. down to just that, and it went viral. And he was and done. He went, wow. He was he was he was going to get the nomination. Like I think it would have been surprising had he not. And that one soundbite came out and ended. Was that it. Democrat or Republican? He was Republican, of course. But uh, I say that to talk about Denny Green. <laughs> Denny Green. They were who we thought they were, and we let him off the hook. It's, and then he was done. Yeah. He was a terrible coach. He did okay in Minnesota. Yeah. I mean, look at all the Hall of Famers he right. had. I mean, he wasn't. He, you know, I mean, he wasn't coach at Minnesota State. Good, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was okay. But what a bad, what a bad hire! Here's a name to think of: Charlie Weiss. What the hell happened to Charlie Weiss? Probably a ham sandwich. That's what happened to Charlie Weiss. I mean, you know who. You remember when he lost all that weight? When Charlie Weiss, he looked like fat bastard in in uh, in Austin Powers when he had when he lost all the weight. <laughs> he talks about, I got a freaking vagina on my neck. <laughs> oh, that's Charlie Weiss. Well, he that's what's going to happen to me when I lose all this weight, isn't it? You got got a freaking vagina on my neck. <laughs> he just shook his neck. <laughs> oh, well, I mean. I don't remember him after he left Kansas. <laughs> exactly. Where'd he go? Yeah. I don't know. Do you think he's any kin to Walt Weiss? I doubt it. Huh. We need to look into that. <laughs> Maybe the Weiss family has a, a, a lineage. What about Rick Majerus? Remember when he lost to Kentucky and he laid in the middle of the floor? He looked like a big molehill. That's crazy. He wasn't paying attention. Not paying attention at all. All he should have went was, hmm, interesting. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm trying to remember. I remember them losing. I don't remember him laying in the he middle of the floor. He laid in the middle of the floor. <laughs> Look like a mall wheel. <laughs> He's got a big old round belly. Yeah. Rick Majerus. Rick Coach the Utes. And what the hell is a Ute? <laughs> According to Joe Pesci, it's a youth. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Utah youth. They're a what? 
the two Utes. The two, the two Utes. what? The two Utes. Boy, are you crazy? <laughs> That's a great movie. You and my cousin Finny, Vinny fan? Never seen it. What? What? Never seen it. You wow. gotta watch my cousin. That's Vinny. a good one. I don't gotta do nothing. You can't for Liz. I don't give in peer pressure. That's a that's a really and listen, good movie. Tell him I'm a curmudgeon. You tell me I won't. You tell me I'm gonna do something. I won't do it. <laughs> that's the truth. That's why. Hey, that's why we took. Why he took four hours to make a pick in the dynasty draft because Wes said, "Nail it's your pick." And he goes, I- "I'll get to it in a minute." No, you need to do your pick now or something. And like he was it. like, pick "He it, did the pick, same pick. thing to me last week in NASCAR." He texts me, "It's your pick in NASCAR." So I make my pick. Twenty-four hours later, he makes his the very next pick. That's what. Sorry, I'm back now. I had the microphone stretched out, stretched out. See how far I could go. I was tugging on my own tutor. Um. I don't know where that was going. I don't either. Let's talk about the the cheating scandal in NASCAR. Okay. I don't buy that shit. <laughs> I don't buy it at all. All right. You're talking about this man. We are officially cussing. That That is a cuss word. <laughs> it comes out of your booty hole. It's yeah. not. <laughs> the other one comes out of your pee hole. This comes out of your booty hole. It's not a cuss word. Oh. Uh, I have a hard time believing that a man is driving almost 200 miles an hour, making only left turns, and he can hold, he can steer with one hand, hold his other hand up to the window, and it blocks that much air. It does. At 200 miles an hour, Every my butthole would be so tight but that it, I'm not taking either hand off the steering wheel. But, I mean, he had webs on there that it would blow through the webbing. No, he... What he did, he webbed the fingers, so every hole that he can he can cover on that window net, that's a flat surface that that air goes on by. He's taking that what? much more wind out of the car. Well, so I'm not buying it. I'm sitting here beside a computer screen. I believe you tell me Craig sits here. Yeah. Okay. Roughly the size of a window in a NASCAR car. NASCAR car. You know, race car spelled backwards says race car. Okay. If I have a webbed glove there, I'm not blocking that much wind. But you're blocking more than Sean is without his webbed glove. Then Sean needs to step his game up. I don't disagree. You're talking about a guy who in NASCAR last year, I got screwed out of a win that would have placed me and I would have won money because of Window bolts or some kind of, like, something crazy. He failed a post-race inspection because he didn't have some sort of doohickey on his flipper bob. Like, <laughs> doohickey well, on Well, I mean, flipper you know, bob. those flipper bobs are big when it comes to NASCAR. And if you don't get the doohickey right, the flipper bob's going to fly off the handle. But I do agree. There ain't no way in heck that that daggone glove would have bought that much space. Is what's-his-name still? Is France? Is that is that who's in charge of NASCAR? Who's in charge of that? He's probably dead now. Uh, France retired. Well, Brian France is Let's, still CEO. Yeah. You probably have some pull. Call Brian France. Get him on the show next week. I want to talk about this. Brian, if you're listening, have your people call my people. I got questions for you. Because <laughs> we'll I think it's a there. suck rule. We'll get him on here. 
Where did Logano wind up finishing the race? Uh, he wrecked. Late well, race. that's a Logano See? thing to do. See, if he didn't, if he would have had them gloves on, he probably wouldn't have wrecked. What about the how? The, the what if finish? he would have died? Then Brian France would have felt real bad. Then the web gloves could have saved his life. I believe if Dale Earnhardt would have had web <laughs> gloves on, he'd still be alive today. <laughs> Easy now. Now listen, Dale ain't dead. He's just laughing ahead. He's just so laughing. <laughs> He ain't dead. He's just lap ahead. All right. Raise hell. Praise Dale. That was, they say that was the closest, third closest finish in history. I don't know that I've ever seen a three wide one before. The other two, (laughs) here's the problem. The other two, (laughs) the other two were at. Uh, one was at Daytona, one's at Talladega, where you're running even faster. Restricted plate races. They're not as close as Atlanta was. In my opinion, that was the closest finish. I mean, it looked like it was like and at two inch millimeter Peters away. Yeah. It was the blur on Suarez's front end. It was. Won by. It was. Lightning McQueen sticking his tongue out there at the finish line to, to have a three-way tie. Uh, I saw a comparison of, of that. I also saw Ryan Blaney's new paint scheme for this weekend. And? And Daniel Suarez will not outrun him this weekend. Because he is sponsored by the U.S. Border Patrol. Oh. <laughs> that. What racist comment is said on the show this week? The winner is Darren. That was that's good though. Hey, Darren, we're actually thinking about adding a new segment as to what racist comment did Neil, <laughs> Neil say this week. Uh, it's usually it's bad. I can't help it. I try to do better. I well, got to do better. I will loan you that one. Well, week. no, I'm not taking credit for that one. Ryan Blaney will beat Daniel Suarez at listen at Las Vegas. Hey, Daniel Suarez right. might actually win trying to outrun the Border Patrol. Hey, it's possible. <laughs> Only Not when, likely, but Only possible. when he sees green, though. Uh, sorry. <laughs> he had such a great chance at winning that nobody in the Fantasy League picked him to win. Well, it's because me and Neil dropped out, so somebody would have had to take him at that point because there wouldn't have been any drivers left. Well, no, we picked up two more. Oh, we yeah? We lost two. We, picked, we still have 20. They're oh. not nearly as hot as I am. I didn't really enjoy that. I didn't Please. either. I really didn't. I did. I don't like anything fantasy related. Stupid. <laughs> He's in fifth place in the NASCAR. Well, well it's only place. one race in. Two. Two. Two races in. They had two races? What was the second race? Atlanta. This, this past week. Well, I mean, what was the first race? Daytona. Daytona. It's they, always the first. Racing starts with the Super Bowl. Have they already raced Daytona? Yeah, that was last week. Who won that? God, it smells like crap. <laughs> Who won Daytona 500 last weekend? See? You put me on the spot. <laughs> it didn't happen then. William Byron. Sherry picked him, didn't he? Didn't she? No. Mm-mm. How did Sherry pass up William Byron? That's her man. She, she passed him up because I asked I asked Wes or him one. She passed on Byron and uh, Blake took him. 
Do but we my, know Blake? But my boy, my boy Blake uh, was champion. Last Bowman, year. you know, was was second Daytona. You know what that means he would not have finished second had I picked him though. Do you know what that means? What he was just first loser. Yeah, Bowman was picked nineteenth out of twenty and finished second. Yeah, that's pretty good. What other topics we got here on the? Did you watch that TikTok I sent you today about KG? No. Do I ever watch TikToks that are sent to me? Uh, obviously not. You know what I'm talking about? Kevin Garnett, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say Ken Grubbs. Oh, no, Kevin Garnett. Oh, okay. talking about Kenny G. He, he went sweat. off on this podcast about the All-Star game. Okay, what did he say? I'm, well, I can't repeat it. Well, <laughs> That's censor it. Yeah. Um, basically saying... A lot of what everybody else has said that there's no pride in it anymore. That you know, there's when not. when he when he played and him and Kobe were on the West together, you know they'd be like, "All right, second half, it's time to go get this game, boys." And you know, like it was a game. They wanted to win the game, and he went off saying that he 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 kind of blamed it on Nike and some of these other brands. By not forcing LeBron and some of these superstars to participate in in this stuff, and I'm like, well, why? I, I never really understood why he went after like the brands, what they have to do with that money. But, money runs everything. But but it's kind of what we talked about last week, and I know Adam kind of picked on us a little bit for you know he kept calling us the old heads, but there are more people on our side than on his. Well, I think part of that is Adam just likes to stir the pot. That's that's that should we should take off the intro, Mountain Man or whatever it is. I don't ever listen to the show, so I don't know what it would say. But uh, we sh- it should be pot stir because that's what Adam likes to do. He likes to stir the pot, um, mudslinger. <laughs> but uh, here's the thing: he's not wrong. The NBA All Star Weekend sucks. Yeah, nobody cares about it. Yeah, but you know what? I did find absolutely humorous. Do you see where they've taken Bronny James off all mock drafts this year? No. He's off. Like, ESPN has completely taken Bronny James off. He's not any good. He's, so, they made a big deal about it. Of course, LeBron came out and was like, it's just a mock draft. Rah, 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 rah. For the 2025 mock draft, 39th is where he currently is. The dude isn't going to play in the NBA with his dad. He's trash. Yeah. So, what's LeBron hanging on for? Go on and go to the house, old man. He wants to play with both of his kids. Yeah, well, one of them ain't going to make the league. Yeah, so he's going to have to go to the G League if he wants to play with him. That'd be hilarious. Can you imagine it's LeBron playing for the Mad Ants? That's <laughs> where he belongs. You know where he belongs? Home. I was going to say prison, but he hadn't done anything wrong. Let you know. Hey, let me read you all something. Lamar's 23 MVP season it's this year. 3,678 uh, passing yards. 24 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. A 64.7 uh, quarterback rating. 67.2% completion percentage. 821 rush yards, 5 rush t- touchdowns. 5 fumbles, 2 lost. Defense gave up 280 points. Man, I swear it felt like that he fumbled or he had more fumbles than that. So, somebody from the 2015 season, here's his stats. 
3,035 pass yards, 20 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, a 66.3 QBR, quarterback rating, 63.7 completion percentage, 568 rush yards, 4 rush touchdowns, 4 fumbles, 0 lost. Defense gave up 359 points. Arguably played on a worse team, right? And his numbers aren't that different than Lamar's. 2015. 2015. Russell Wilson. Okay. That's kind of where I was going. Tyrod Taylor. That was Tyrod Taylor's stats in 2015 when he played for the Buffalo Bills. Lamar Jackson put up a Tyrod Taylor season and won MVP? It's because they refuse to give it to Josh Allen. Or Brock Purdy or CMC. They, they won't give it to anybody other than a quarterback. Or I'm, and, I was going to say, I don't know if you know this or not, but Brock Purdy and Josh Allen are quarterbacks. Yeah, I, they're all quarterbacks. I, I know. <laughs> but, but, I mean, McCaffrey should have won MVP. Very easily, yes. He, he was hands down the best player in fantasy this year. Well, that doesn't mean he's the MVP of the NFL league, the actual game. Yeah, but I mean, he like, I mean, he was averaging over 150 yards per game from a line of scrimmage. I agree. But every just... every sports cast you watch this year, Christian McCaffrey was in it, good or bad. They talked about him at some point. So I just like I saw that. So somebody sent that to me, and I saw that. and I'm like, what the heck did we give Lamar Jackson the the MVP for? I'd be curious to see what his stats were from his first MVP season. His first MVP season, legitimately won it. Like he he put up yeah he put up the numbers. Yeah. This year, he was gifted that. Yeah. He turned the ball over a lot. He gets on my nerves. I like Lamar, but he gets on my nerves. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting. He's my fantasy quarterback. You have a fantasy about Lamar? It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I, I fantasize like, I was as, I'm as fast as he is. Like Vince McMahon fantasies? Yeah. Yeah. I got, like, different little figurines and stuff that you I play have, with. You have toys that, yeah, based off their color, yeah. are fantasy pl- are players? Yeah. This one's fast, and it's dark. I call this my Lamar. <laughs> I don't want to know what this one's light colored, so wrinkly, go so slow. Before I call it the Tom, it's the goat. Before, before uh, you all got here, Wes texted me and said, "Have you thought about who you're drafting in the rookie draft this year?" And I'm like, "Football." He goes, "Yeah," and I was like. I don't know. I'm not done with fa- with baseball. <laughs> yeah, we still got baseball drafts to do. And I was like, "What are you? What are you proposing?" Because I mean, like, he don't ever send me a text about fantasy if he's not like trying to angle at something. And then he, so he calls. Well, I'm not really proposing anything. I've just I've had some people inquire about my pick at number five, and just you know, kind of wanted to. See what you were thinking. All right, Trey. He wants Lamar. He wants Lamar from me. Trey is the only human being. I pick eighth in the first of the rookie draft, right? Have we already done the rookie draft in, in baseball? Was I a part of that? 
No, me and Trey made all of your picks. Okay. <laughs> I picked eighth. I so bad. You, you texted me and said, I don't, I'm not really keeping up with this. Can you just pick whoever? <laughs> right, I did. Uh, I, I remember that now. I was part of that conversation. Um, I had my kneecaps in. Um, but what is so funny? Nothing. Okay. I so bad wanted to, because Trey had the first pick, I so bad wanted to text Trey and be like, hey, who do you think is going to be available at eight? Trey is the only human that will be like, hey, I picked 32nd. Who do you think I can get there? Bro, I don't know. Let's let it get to pick thirty, and I'll give you an idea who I think will be there at thirty-two. Yeah, see who's on the top five. He, he, text, he texts me today. Chris, he has the number one pick in our keeper baseball league, and so he he to, he texts. I won't say, but he texts me. He goes, "Do you want to know who my dream scenario is?" And he gives me he gives me basically who he wants to take in the second and third round, whenever it snakes back around to him. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I guess there's a chance for that. I don't have a pick until the fifth round. And then I don't have another pick till the seventh round. And then I don't have a pick until the ninth round. But what you can do is find somebody else that'll trade with you. And get them to pick higher because you know who he's going to take. So just get somebody else to take it. Back Dory. I could do that. With the Lamar. <laughs> the Lamar Hunt trophy. <laughs> well, we got how, how long we've been going? One oh four, oh three. What? <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. It's like I don't know. We're just it, We're a variety show. So like for the next month though. We're not going to have much of this on Saturdays because we're going to be doubling up coaches' shows. Double, double your trouble. Yeah. Double, pull, and double. Because we're like, today we were naming off all these people we'd like to have on, and you were like, So you know we're going to have to do Saturdays. We, we might want to use some Saturdays. Otherwise, it's going to take us two months to yeah, do this. Yeah, I was like, this. So they were naming up, we're going to want to get them in, and we're going to do that. And I was like, You realize we're going to have to do some Saturdays, and yeah. we're six weeks in at this point. It's we're like well into baseball softball, softball season. Softball season will be over with by the time we get them on for season preview. Right. So, but we have some interesting shows coming up. A basketball wrap-up. Sean and I watched probably two of the best high school basketball games I've ever That's what I hear. Witnessed last yeah. night. I, 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 told, I told Neil this morning that, like, I haven't – I have not encountered that type of atmosphere since I was a senior in high school. Like, it brought me back to Anderson County, Shelby County days. The Menifee-Fleming game was loud. Yeah. But the bath round game about shook the roof off the Yeah. Chase, Chase was like tore up. He was yelling. Yeah. Like, I think he was almost like mad. <laughs> but it was, it, we were on the round side. And it was really loud. And then the fact that 7.6 seconds to go, you have the ball under your basket down two. This is like a dream scenario, you know, like when you're a kid. It's a championship game. Mm -hmm. We got 7.6 seconds. We got the ball under our goal. And you get three shots off by the same person in that 7.6 seconds. And though all three shots are blocked by the same person. Yeah. And, I mean, 
they were so big on calling fouls and jump and jump balls last I'm night. I'm surprised they like, didn't call jump balls. I right know. There. I know. <laughs> Did I was I telling you about the jump balls this morning? Yes. <laughs> I told him I was like they called so many jump balls. I swear it had to be more than thirty. I said the dude over there with the arrow thing, the machine was smoking. He's, He's got getting... a callus on his finger. <laughs> like at one point they were they were calling him back. They were sending the ball. And he had to blow the horn, going, "No, it's it's this way." <laughs> it's funny. It's like right in front of us, Kylie Hall cut and drove to the basket, and the girl reaches around her and touches the ball. And he called it a jump ball. I'm like, she's driving to the basket. Yeah. That's not a jump ball. Yeah, right. That's a reach-in foul. Yeah. It was bad. Jump ball. I was telling Rusty about it, and, and Rusty's like, I, I, they do that all around, and it's, I think it's just to keep from calling so many fouls. So, But it's ruining the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, they can't play. It, Menifee County and Bath County both had – Huge momentum late in in the game, and we're both coming back. And them them jump balls caught caught killed their momentum on both of them. You know now, Menifee, bless her hearts, they they missed wide open layup. I don't know how many air ball three pointers they had in that game. That a bunch. Yeah, and it's like it it it. I know it was frustrating for for them on that part of because they were really close. I mean, that, both Bath and Menifee could have won. And the cool part about it, I was telling even Neil this morning, is like that entire district, they're competitive. You know, yeah, Fleming County had, had only had one loss. It was to Bath County. But, if I mean, that Rowan team last night can beat that Fleming team, you know. Uh, but it's not – it's not like that in in our district with Montgomery County. It's Montgomery County. It's Clark. That's it, right? Because Bath and Bourbon, or I mean uh, Paris and Bourbon, just are yeah, not on. They're that hit level. or miss, depending. Yeah, especially on the girl side. Now the the boys side. I mean, not a lot we can say because Paris and Bourbon both beat the boys this year at one Which point. Which is why we were playing GRC in the first round of the district. Yeah. Uh, it never hit me last night till you just said it now. That's why uh, Fleming did not want to play Bath. Yeah, that's Bath why was they were ready to beat them. Because that's the only team that beat them. Yeah, they didn't want to rematch. Them. Yeah, and they beat them by seventeen. So sucks. I got something funny. Okay, I saw a TikTok. Ruin a WWE pay per view name by adding in the ass. <laughs> Hell in the cell in the ass. <laughs> Payback in, in the, the ass. ass. <laughs> no mercy. <laughs> Buried alive in the ass. Oh, Royal Rumble in the ass. <laughs> Survivor <laughs> Series. SummerSlam. <laughs> SummerSlam. Oh, <laughs> and there goes our R rating. R. 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 B. No mercy. That's a good one. SummerSlam and no mercy. Oh, that's a good one. 
Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Great American bash in the ass. <laughs> Halloween havoc. <laughs> oh, oh wait, what's the? Oh, Unforgiven. You, you, said, you said the Great American Bash. What's the? Oh shoot, what was the other one that? Oh, what was the one that they, that was here that Shawn Michaels fought God and Vince McMahon? Shawn Michaels and God fought Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I know what you're talking I about. I went to that. I'm trying to think. Oh, I can't think of what it is. I remember having the the big like pendulum. Shoot, I don't remember now. That's so. That's funny. That is funny. That's a good one. So, all right. Before we wrap up, since we was talking about the Sorry, bath I county, to wrap it. Since we was talking about bath county, um. Let's, let, I'm going to go ahead and name Tutu Sweet Treats Dog of the Week. Because all good athletes get a little dog. And this girl's got some dog in her. Right? Hey, she's she got some dogs. Absolutely. We got to watch her play twice in the last week. Once at Bath County and then last night at uh, in the districts. Um, but Ashton Barrett, senior guard for Bath County, broke the all-time Score scoring record. Not just girls. She is the all-time leading scorer in Bath County basketball history now with 2,554 career points. Well, I mean, listen, and if they don't hurry up and 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 rename the court at Mark Collier's uh, arena, Ashton Barrett Court, then they're missing out. Yeah. Now, I, and I mean, like, and, and there is, like, Probably less than five percent chance that that number ever gets touched in basketball. I would think so, right? Um, so tell us the number. How many? How many points? Two thousand five hundred fifty-four. That's that's a lot of points. That is a lot of points. We've invited them back for next week's show. Hopefully, they will come on. Uh, obviously, the season did not end the way they wanted it to. They wanted to get to that regional uh, game, uh, and it and it sucked, right? But I, but, I, but I told you all that night that. Ashton Barrett is a is a culture program changing player. Yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully transfers don't kill Bath County. Yeah. Um, but she's she's helped put Bath County on the map, and they are no longer the doormat that you know. Yeah. As we t- when we when we talk to Coach Collier, they're no longer the team that it's like. Oh yeah, we'll play you. You'll be our senior night. Yeah, that they're no longer that team. So yeah, uh, I expect Coach Collier and the returning ladies and the incoming ladies to uh, you know just use that as fuel, use that as fire, and I think I think they'll be right back in a similar situation yeah. next year. Yeah, and I, the biggest thing Bath County needs to do moving forward is one of the things we talked about at the game last night. Uh, Ashton is everywhere. There is not a ball that touches the court when she's out there that she's not either within five feet of it or headed towards yeah. it. She's in every rebound. She's every 50-50 ball. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe Jared. I, I, yeah, and I told I told uh, Darren last night, I was like, it would have been really fun to watch Hayden Barrier and Ashton Barrett go at it. Yeah. On the court. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, I and I don't know if we ever play Bath County in Montgomery County. I mean, but 
<clears throat> that would have that would have been a fun matchup. Uh, no, for sure. Montgomery County spends all their time playing Clark and Bourbon and everybody else while Bath is up in Ashland. Yeah, yeah. So, so anyways, congratulations to Ashton Barrett, Bath County's all-time leading scorer. She is this week's Tutus Dog of the Week. You got anything else, Cap, before we wrap it up? Man, I don't know. If I if we kept on chatting, and I'd probably come up with more topics. I'm sure. Uh, but, you know, trying to keep it at least PG-13. <laughs> I think yeah. that's gone. I haven't said the F word. <laughs> yeah. And actually, you're allowed one F word on a PG-13 movie. Uh, so <laughs> Of just, course you know that. Just putting that out there. <laughs> um, no, that's all I got. All right. Well, another great show. Uh, hopefully next week we are talking to the Bath County team on this episode. So and we'll be live. Yeah, yeah, we'll do live uh, on both episodes for the next coming weeks. So until next week, stay safe, friends. Hey everyone, this is Sean with the From Corner to Corner podcast. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of our sponsors. We have Community Trust Bank, who sponsors our studio here on North Maysville. Kimsoft, who is our sponsor of our Athlete of the Week. Tutu Sweet Treats, who sponsors our Dog of the Week, CRC Renovations, Kentucky Realty Group, Jacobs Auto Body, Brett Weehunt's Kentucky Farm Bureau in Frenchburg, sponsor of our Athlete of the Month in Menifee County, and then our newest sponsor, Kelwell Commissary and Simply Secured, who sponsors our From Corner to Corner Road Show. Thank you all for making all of this happen, and we appreciate all of your support. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.